everyone i am justin borns your host and welcome to branching out now this is a show where we talk about how to become the best version of yourself and how to live this one life we have to the fullest now i'm going to share tips techniques and stories to challenge our way of thinking and help us get to the next level all right now today we have another great show but if you didn't catch any of my previous shows you can hear them on anchor all right on anchor and that's at anchor.fm forward slash Justin Dash Barnes. Again, that's anchor.fm forward slash Justin Dash Barnes. Or just search Branching Out, hosted by Justin Barnes on Anchor. And you can stay up to date on everything that I'm doing on my Facebook page, which you will find in the link below. Just click on that. You guys will know everything that I'm doing because I post everything there. All right, guys, I'm, a, I'm, I'm excited about today. It's part two of something that I already done. So we're going to be discussing the loss, the broken, but the God love. And this is part two. I already have submitted a, uh, the first version of this. This is going to be part two. You know, I just wanted to follow up on it. And it's going to be a great show, man. So let's go ahead and get started. Now, I want to get started with a poem that I have written. All right. So it goes like this. This is a poem that I personally written myself. It says, the mentally... Mentally, we feel worn. Physically, we may be torn, but we we were all born for success. We will survive this stress. Life is a series of tests. All we can do is our best. Keep pushing forward no matter what. Knock down, but always get up. Yes, I know it hurts more than anything. Stay positive because it will change. You have survived everything that life has thrown. So don't give up now. Sit up tall on your throne. Straighten up your crown, king and queen. Your best is yet to be seen. Now smile and stand up tall. And just know, I do love you all. Now that's a poem that I have written, guys. And I just deep in my heart, just knowing that, you know, we all go through stuff. We all go through stuff. That's why this is titled The Lost and the Broken. But we all got love. All right. We all feel lost. We all feel broken at times. And that's going to continue to feel. And that's this is part two of just kind of working through that. All right. So for me personally, right? And I like to always throw in my personal, um, my personal stories and experience because it kind of helps me relate to other people that's going through it. That's the best way we can do it. It's not to assume or to expect anything, but just to go on off something that I have already experienced in my life. Now I have been broken many times in my life. I have had life delivered blows that have knocked me to the ground. 
seriously. The pain and the feelings of hopelessness and despair have, have consumed my life for many months. I have wondered if I would ever survive, for real. I was just thinking, like, man, I, I just don't think I'm going to survive this. But now, slowly over time, my life got better, and it's getting better, and I'm getting stronger is what I'm starting to notice. Right? No matter what life goes through, you're going to start to notice that with time, you will start to get better. You will start to get stronger. Now, when I look back, I realize that these events, though they were painful at the time, were the catalyst for my change in my life. Now I'm living life doing what I love, which is, man, I love motivational speaking. I love personal development coaching. These are my favorite things to do. Right? So that's what I'm doing, love. And I love writing. I love speaking. And I love coaching. Now, for us to live our life to the fullest, the only way we can achieve this is by overcoming the challenges that life throws at us. We have to experience the pain, people, the betrayal, the adversity, the feelings of hopelessness and despair in our lives. Because how else do we learn about who we are? You need these things to happen for us to continue to grow and continue to be the best version of ourselves. This is how we grow. This is how we get to the next level in our lives. There is no other way for us to learn how to be resilient, courageous, hopeful, and optimistic about our life and our future. Now, though we do not like it, everyone feels broken at some point in their life journey. I mean, every person, I swear it does. Sometimes I know I feel, I think like, man, what I'm going through right now, ain't nobody else going to feel like I feel. Don't nobody else think like I feel. This person can possibly understand what I'm going through right now. That's not true. Every single person is going through something in their life that's relatable. It's not going to be the same story, but it's relatable, right? Everybody goes through ups and downs. Ain't nobody exempts from the struggles in life. And also from the pleasure in life. Nobody exempt from that. You're going to go through it. Now look. Now often when we find ourselves at this place of despair, we do not know what to do. So we can end up living our life through our fear, our regret, our pain, disillusionment, and sadness. This is not the way our lives are meant to be lived. It's just not. I mean, I was even thinking that. I was thinking the pain that I was going through, man, I thought that was all I was going to feel, you know, being crushed by somebody that I've been with for so long, right? This is somebody that I still love highly, and I felt like my love was growing for them every single year, but they wasn't feeling the same, right? So I started to kind of beat myself up. But like I said, this is not the way our lives are meant to be lived. Everybody goes through their changes. Every single person. You have to respect that. You just have to. Now, some days you wake up and right when you are going to begin your work, you feel a presence within you that stops you from doing so. You sit down, but you sit down quietly this time. Suddenly, that feeling where you once were so passionate and energized to take action, it just isn't there anymore. You try to hype yourself up, but it's not working. And everything you do seems to be counterintuitive. You face the truth. You don't want to work today. You don't feel motivated to do anything but just escape. Now, 
Without this motivation, you feel a little hopeless, lost, and stuck. And sometimes we get stuck in a rut. If you're not 100% passionate about your work, man, I promise you, it is impossible to wake up every day feeling motivated when you wake up. You might compare it to the ocean, all right? We can compare it to the ocean. Sometimes, man, you'll wake up feeling like a tsunami, a huge wave, ready to take down everything in sight. But other times, you'll feel like you just barely drifting the shore. You ain't got no energy. You can't do anything. Now, when you feel like drifting to the shore, understand that it doesn't always have to feel like there is no hope. You can still feel inspired when there's no motivation. Believe that that's something that I had to learn. That I can still feel it inspired, wanting to do what I want to do when I don't have motivation. My passion, my extreme passion is doing what I love to do, which is motivational speaking and coaching others. Because of what I went through in my own life story, it's just something that I'm drawn to. I want to help others learn how to live their life to the fullest. That's just what I want to do for the rest of my life. That's what I'm passionate about. I don't want people to sit there and look at their story and feel like, man, this is all life has to offer. That's not true. Life has so much more to offer. And we can do better. Right? We can do better. And Steve Jobs, you know, I look at a lot of things. I read quotes and I do this. But one of the things he said, that I love, and it's simple, right? All he said was stay hungry and stay foolish. Now, Steve Jobs at the Stanford commencement, like he had a speech at Stanford, and he was giving his speech to students, um, and he said that was the closest thing he came to graduating college. He never finished college. Now, he recalls that the working class savings that his parents had made their entire lives was being spent on a tuition on a college he says was almost as expensive as Stanford. After six months, he couldn't see the value in it, and he dropped out. Not wearing, not knowing where to go in life, he decided to take a class in calligraphy. He, however, did see in a practical application, right? But 10 years later, they were designing the first Macintosh computer. And it came back to him. He used the ideas that he had learned in calligraphy class, including the different types of, you know, the writings and things that they were doing. And he put it in the Mac. It was the first computer to have, like, beautiful structure, beautiful writing, which, had, which has infected the different types of writing that we use today in computers. Now, if he had never dropped out of college, he would have never taken that class. And personal computers may not have the wonderful, you know, the writing and settings and the and all the, the programming that they have today. Now, sometimes when you're trying to reach your goals, it's impossible to connect the dots where you currently are. Somehow you just have to trust in yourself. And have faith that you will reach your dreams despite not having the slightest clue or perfectly laid out road to where you are going. Nobody can connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them when you're looking backwards. You have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in the future. 
You have to trust in something, whether it's karma or destiny, but trusting in yourself, all capitalized. Yourself is all capitalized. Now, that is the first step towards feeling inspired and having the motivation to move forward. You got to remember, right, this is important for me. This, this is important. This is something that I continue to battle with. Now, I have my downfalls. I'm not perfect. I never admit for me being perfect. But I have a loving heart, and I want to change the world with my voice and what I have a passion about, and that's helping others. But you got to remember that cracks allow light to come in. If you didn't become broken from time to time, there would be no place for the light to enter your soul. Basically, it takes awful, heart-wrenching experience for us to see all the good in the world sometimes. And for us to go through a transformation of the soul, if we just had positive, uplifting experiences all the time, we would have no room to grow, no life experiences that would challenge us to become more resilient, powerful people. You can't expect life to grant you an easy ride if it did, but if it did, you would miss out on life-changing experiences that will break you open, tear you apart, and rebuild you into a better version of yourself. Many parts of ourselves open up when we are when we feel broken. So remember this: anytime you feel exhausted and utterly shattered by life, share your story. Remember it. You have to. I have to continue to do that. It's not an easy thing to do, especially on a continuous basis. I think about my story. I think about everything I've been with. Being the only child, I lost my father at an early age. I ain't had my, my Achilles torn completely, and the doctor telling me I'd never run again. I have been, you know, heartbroken from somebody that I love more than anything. That was the love of my life, and I didn't know what was going on, and my life had to change. But every last one of those, that's part of my story, and it's only going to help me grow. And I have to have the right mindset. In the right perspective to continue to move forward. It don't make it easier all the times, but it gives me a better look out on life. It gives me a better viewpoint, right? It gives me a better viewpoint on life. Like I'm standing on a mountain and I can look at it better. Instead of looking down and looking up at something, I'm on the even level of what I'm looking at. And you guys can do the same. You're going to feel exhausted. You're going to feel beat down. But you have to think about it and be like, man, I am growing for this. Right? This ain't happening to me. This is happening for me. This is going to allow me to grow. Right? You cannot, you got you to gotta, you gotta realize that if you allow your environment to predetermine your mood, like, that, that's the hardest thing you should do. And, and Timothy Ferris um, he said, this is a direct correlation between increased fear of comfort and getting what you want. Now, Tim Ferriss has always advocated the idea of using your environment to your advantage. Uh, your advantage. He believes that controlling your environment is often much more effective than relying on yourself to this discipline. He, found that he finds that he writes the best between the hours of midnight and 1 a.m. to 3 to 4 in the morning. As he is writing, he will put a movie in the background so it will feel like he is in a social environment. Even though the entire movie is on mute, next to him may be a glass of tea. This is what he puts 
This is what put him in the mood to do quality writing and make him so successful. Look around your room right now. Your workspace. Does it inspire you? Does it give you motivation? Is it noisy or is it quiet? Sometimes the hardest thing we do to ourselves is try to focus ourselves to work in an area that is subconsciously telling us, I can't work here. And when you are constantly trying to discipline yourself, you will feel worse and be less productive. Instead, try to build your ideal workplace and ideal time. Free it from distraction. Perhaps add a piece of artwork or a quote of your favorite person nearby you on the wall. Maybe add a beautiful paint plant in the corner and in the corner so you can give you inspiration. If you feel more energy and enthusiasm during the night, schedule your day to work at midnight if you can. If you can realize the power of having a productive environment, you would naturally feel inspired and motivated to get work done. And it's not for everybody. Like a lot of people like what they do. I'm not telling people to stop what they work. But if you have the passion to be an entrepreneur or do something on your own, then do it. But just realize what you have to do and the sacrifices you have to make to get what you want to go. If you're at work, right, if you're working to pay the bills and take care of your family, that's fine, too. But if you still feel something on your side, like I want to be an artist, a, a, mu a musician, a dancer, whatever it may be, you have to give yourself time and you have to put that time in a place where you will be the most productive. Don't fail yourself. The biggest thing that I had to learn, I had to remember to accept and under honor my feelings and don't fight them. Don't be don't feel bad for having negative or heavy emotions. If you didn't, you wouldn't be human. Certain experiences warrant a strong reaction from us. Sometimes that means crying, screaming, falling to our knees and just accepting the waves of emotion that come over us. Keeping all of us that balled up inside. You can't keep all that balled up inside. It'll backfire on you in the end. Don't, don't ever keep your feelings hidden for fear of other people's reactions. Fighting your feelings will only delay the breakdown. And you'll walk around feeling the weight of the world on your shoulders. I promise you. I do that all the time. Mean, I still care about what people think about me. That's just me. But for the most part, I love me. And I put more weight on what I think about myself and what I say about myself. That's the most important thing. You must walk bravely into the place within that harbors these deep emotions so you can begin to work through them and figure out what they want you to take from all you've been through. And this has been a thing. This has come a thing, too, where people tell you to work hard and you'll get the results. I do believe in that. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But the biggest message I want to tell yourself, don't work yourself so hard. Now, research... Now seems to indicate that one hour in action is worth seven hours of out in the world action. Think about that. You're working too hard. And that's by Jack Canfield. Jack Canfield was once given a speech to an audience. He tells a story of um, a chiropractor who went into his dream city near Pebble Beach and asked a chiropractor associate if they could hire them. They told him no because they had one chiropractor for every eight patients. Instead of letting his external reality, which was out of his control, determine his future, he went back to visualize and think about it. And something would come to him. He put a pen in his new office one day and put concentric circles that he needed to go ask people in town that he was opening up a new chiropractor office 
and if they were interested in joining. Over six months, he knocked on 12,500 doors, talked to 6,500 people, and gathered over 4,000 names to the people who wanted to go to his open house. He opened his crowd factory in a town. He was told there was too many crowd factors. In his first month in practice, he netted 72000 In his first year in practice, he grossed was over a million in income. Now, you may look at this and say knocking on 12500 doors is hard work. To you, it is. But to a man, it was probably effortless. But to him, it was effortless. Jack Canfield says there are two types of actions, outer or inner. Outer action is actually going to out to do the action, whether it is networking with people, going door to door to make sales, or just writing at home, writing, um, writing at home. Interaction is the other things like visualization, meditation, and affirmations. If you're trying to force your way into taking action, it could be a sign that you are working too hard. Most people won't wake up and waste an hour visualizing, meditating, or affirming. The first thing they think about is asking what to do. What do I need to do today? And when they get the answer, they feel miserable as if there were suddenly weights on them. But Canfield says that if you spend time to focus on your goals, you receive good feelings. Feelings that help you feel inspired and motivated to take real action. Don't try to paddle upstream. That's just basically going every day saying to yourself that you need to force yourself to work every day. Instead, paddle along the stream of the river. Trust yourself. Let your environment work in your favor. And spend some little time. Spend a little bit of time putting yourself in a state before you work. Inspiration will come to you from different ways, inside and out. And give the motivation to guide yourself toward reaching your dreams. And you got to keep remembering your why. This is important. Now, during hardship, we often forget what we even want from life in the first place. We all we all came here to love with all our hearts and increase the vibrations of this planet in unison. I believe that. I really do. I truly believe that. Now, when you feel broken, you can easily overlook and forget your mission here on Earth. But going through hard times actually gives you a purpose, more depth. If you didn't go through unpleasant experiences, you wouldn't be able to relate to some of other people on this planet who go through hard times almost every single day. Keep your why in mind and reflect on how the negative situations you encounter allow you to have more well-rounded perspective and better serve your purpose on Earth. Now, this is very difficult to do. I never... I wouldn't say never, but I have a hard time sometimes just staying consistent with understanding my purpose and my goal. And I ask God and I question everything that's going on. Like, why am I going through this? Have I been this horrible to people? Have I been this horrible in life that I deserve to be in debt? That I deserve to be heartbroken? That I deserve to be sitting up here guessing what's going to happen next in my life? Then that's not it. Right? That's not it. Life is here to happen for you. You just have to look at it in a different light and perspective. And you have to do that constantly. And you have to remember your why. Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why am I going to work every day? Why am I waking up going to work 40 hours a week, 50, 60 hours a week? Why am I doing it? What's the purpose in me doing it? Because that has to be strong. If you don't happen, I'm telling you, you won't move forward. You will quit. And you have to remember that everything that exists beyond it beyond your brokenness. Just because you feel broken doesn't mean the whole world shares your perspective. It doesn't mean that the entire planet must go down in flames because of one bad day 
or experience you had. So remember to broaden your perspective next time you go through bad times. Think of the fact that you still get to breathe fresh air, see the clouds float by on a sunny day, feel the wind on your skin, smile at a stranger. Think of all these beautiful little things you can still do even though you feel broken. Remember all of the good things happening on the planet despite your temporary slump in the whole world won't look like such a dear dark place anymore. It just won't. You gotta do better. You you just we just have to do better. We don't do better because we don't believe we can do better. We get into our heads and we we see what society is saying that we should do and what we shouldn't do, what we should be and what we shouldn't be, what family and friends um are we are assuming things, uh what our family and friends think of us and and all this, and, and we get so much in our heads that we make in whatever situation that we're going through, we make it even worse by the way that we think. And you just have to remember to focus on the things that bring you joy. Everybody will feel broken. And we focus our attention entirely on our despair and forget about the things that bring us happiness. Go out and get some sunshine. Plant some flowers. Ride a bike. Catch up with a friend over coffee or something, or simply anything on this earth that makes your heart light up with joy. Just because you feel broken doesn't mean you have to spend every waking minute of your life ruling over your feelings and just feeling sorry for yourself. We just have to do better. Right? And you don't have to identify so much with your feelings. Remember that you don't really own your feelings or thoughts. They just come and go as they please. And you just get to watch them make an appearance. Even if you didn't invite them in. Think about this. You consciously invite friends and family over to your house. But you don't knock on the doors of your emotions. And give them an invitation to your brain. It just doesn't work that way. So remember that you don't have to identify with your feelings. You are so much more than your temporary emotions. So don't let them control you. And lastly, guys, remember that life is a series of ups and downs. And this is only temporary. Just like your emotions, this whole ride we have been thrown onto since birth only exists for a short while. We take it so seriously Yet overlook the fact that we don't get to spend forever in this existence. Enjoy it while it lasts. I can't stress that enough. Enjoy it while it lasts. Yes, even the hardships and despair. Because when you look back on your life, you would thank your brokenness just as much as your happiness. For all it taught you on your own personal journey. It's going to teach you so much. This is all temporary. The life that we spend on this world, everything that we do, guys, this is temporary. We would not be on this planet forever. We don't know where, when, or how we're going to die. We don't. We're just here <laughs> for right now. And, and, and the biggest thing I had to realize is like, dang, why do I do this? Why do I do this? I, I start questioning everything. I used to beat myself up. And I told you the biggest thing that I struggle with, and I'm not scared to admit it, I like to admit my truth, is that I struggle with having a job. Not that because I was lazy, it's just because I questioned it. Why am I spending 40, 50, 60 hours at this job? 
And I want to spend more time with my family because when I lost my dad at the age of 13, when he passed away, I felt I, the biggest thing I felt is that I wanted to spend more time with him. And the thing that I thought about is how much time that he wanted to spend with me as well. How much did he think about that? You know, if when he was dying, was that job worth spending so much time at than it was spending with my son? And for my answer right now, me having a son now that's six years old to me, Ain't no job or anything that's more important for me spending time with a kid that I don't know, you know, when will be my last day or his last day. To me, that's the most important thing. And my mind is on that. I'm a huge family guy. So I know when my family broke up and I went through a divorce that I wasn't expecting and I wasn't ready for. And I don't blame the person for going through that. And they have to go through their own realization and, you know, build their own life and do the things that they love. But it was heartbreaking to me. And I had to realize, like, man, it is really short. Things happen that you don't expect because I felt like we in the we was in the most happiest place in the world. and There was no problems. But you can't control what other people think. You have to adapt. And that's what you have to continue to do. Don't beat yourself up for what's not going right in your life. Right. Don't beat yourself up for what's not, you know, the, the what's, you know, for all the things that are going right in your life. I mean, or don't just glorify for all the things that are going right in your life. You have to look at it. These are experiences. You're going to learn from the not so good experiences. You're going to learn from the great experiences. You won't learn from all of them, but your mindset and your perspective has to be set on that. I love what I do. I have been judged and criticized. I feel like there's a lot of things. My mind, in my mind, I feel like there's a lot of family and friends that judge me for the, what I have done and what I haven't done. There's a lot of people that don't like me because of divorce and stuff that went on. This is stuff that's in my mind, but I have to realize I have to continue to love myself and continue to let the people that do love me for who I am and know who I am just to continue to do that and not be scared of that. And you have to do the same, people. I share my story and my life story and the stuff that I love because I want you guys to continue to grow into your own personal story. Don't be scared. And just remember everything that I said in here. And lastly, guys, as I always say, and I like to end my program with this, it started off with why not me? I had to figure out who I was and go through these experiences and what I wanted to do in life. And when I figured that out, I said, you know what? I want to do that for other people. That's the why not you movement. I want you guys to figure out who you are and what you want to do in life as well. And then we're going to do this thing together. It's called the Why Not Us Movement. Thank you so much for tuning into my podcast. You guys continue to get up for life and not let life get up for you. Love you all. Bye. I'll be a better man today.